Hello and welcome back to Offbeat Grad. I am Sam and today, that sounded like I was trying to quote Dr. Seuss, but today I am um, talking to my friend Amy who I've had on this podcast before. She's a travel blogger. She mainly blogs about travel in Florida, but we're talking today about how her travel blog has shifted in COVID-19 because as you know, no one's traveling like they used to and a lot of travel bloggers are really taking a hit from this and she has some really great ideas for how to pivot your strategy in times of crazy global pandemics and I think it's really valuable even if you're not just a travel blogger. So let's get into it. So you're back on my podcast again, but introduce yourself again. Sure. So uh, my name is Amy. I am the uh, blogger of the Florida Travel Girl. So uh, it's a travel blog, mainly about things to do in the state of Florida, as well as my other travels. But obviously, I haven't been traveling much lately. Yeah. So today we're going to chat about travel in COVID times, which yeah. is just forever, I guess. I don't yeah. know. It's just that's where we're at. Exactly. And I also have a travel blog about Disney World, which is so fun because <laughs> if you didn't know, Disney World has been closed for like three months um, right when I renewed that annual pass and so just like I've sort of been in limbo about promoting anything or just like I don't know what to do with my content Um, it seems like it just dropped off the face of the planet for like a few months but I've been looking on Pinterest and my blog is starting to pick up a little bit more I think it's because Disney's reopening so it seems like people are searching it again so Definitely. I just wanted to talk to another travel blogger about what the heck is happening. So if you could yeah. start, what what is the what is the narrative around your blog since the past three months? Like, what has happened? Well, no, I had a very similar experience to you. I was actually, like, getting my best traffic ever January, February. I was, like, on track to, like, hit, you know, the my goal sessions. And then mid-March, and March was going great. And then, like, right when mid-March, when they shut down, like, travel to Europe... All of a sudden, it just, like, absolutely plummeted, like, to lower than last year, like, which was a lot lower than what I currently had. And it was just, like, insane for me to see because I, traffic just went to so low. And, um, you know, it kind of stayed that way all of March, well, the rest of March, and then pretty much all of April. And it was, uh, you know, but then it started picking up uh, towards the end of April. So, but in very different ways. So it's been... Um, quite a readjustment for my blogging and it's been really interesting to see the different trends now um and you know I can even my own searches I'm not googling the things I was googling you know months ago so it's been quite a readjustment yeah and has it just been to your blog or also like social media accounts like Pinterest um, Instagram like what is anything changing on those platforms because I feel like Disney content, at least, used to be, like, really popular on Instagram, and then it sort of became, like, less of a thing, because what are you going to look? There's nothing new. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Instagram's been really up and down. Like, I think when uh, quarantine first started, I was getting a lot more traffic, just because people were bored, and I had just, like, some (laughs) random... Uh, things to post about but then you know it's it's definitely leveled out to lower than before I'd say people aren't using Instagram to look at travel bloggers nearly as much um and then Pinterest is kind of same to Google and that like no one was using Pinterest I feel like when all this started but now it seems like people are definitely uh heading back to Pinterest and mainly to try and figure out like uh easier travel plans like no one is looking up um 
the travel guide I wrote to um, to cruise the Mediterranean last oh, yeah, the March. Cruise so yeah. yeah, so no one is looking for that. That has had very low traffic. Um, but now it seems that people are starting to research ideas for more local trips. Yeah, I think local is is the new thing in travel blogging. Like, if it's going to be something, it's probably going to be local. So what kind of changes have you made to fit this? Um, Yeah, I started to notice a spike in restaurant searches. And I think a lot of people were eating out or getting takeout at least. And so they're kind of looking for new ideas since a lot of restaurants had closed. Maybe, like, their favorite one wasn't open. And um, with that, I'd already had a list. I kind of like being the Florida travel girl. I try and cover each section of Florida. I've been trying to do a restaurant guide and a things to do guide for each section of the state, like different cities. And so I realized like this is the one thing that's like people are still going to be looking for. Like in most scenarios is restaurants. Even if they can't eat in there, they're going to want to get takeout. So I started focusing on my restaurant guides. And, um, so yeah, that's what I did at first. And also on Instagram I was posting a lot of food pictures and I think that was helping too. People seem to like talking about food and time and difficult times. So yeah, food is, is always there for you. Exactly. But then, uh, towards May, towards the beginning of May, I, um, you know, when things started opening back up, at least here in Florida, I realized I could focus more on like outdoor, like social distant activities so you know obviously i'm not posting about like disney world stuff but i realized i could post about like nature preserves um you know like beaches different um parks and stuff basically things people can do outside uh without coming in contact with a lot of people so that's another thing i'm trying to put together mainly like nature type things to do posts yeah, I've also seen, like, a, and myself, I've seen a lot more, like, budget-type travel, like, things that are, because yes. a lot of people lost their jobs, a lot of things, like, planning a big summer trip might not be possible anymore, because maybe you don't have a job, or, like, you don't really know when things will pick up again, so you just sort of want to save your money, and I've seen that, like, bigger than ever before. Definitely, yeah, I've seen my posts related to budget um, get a lot more traffic, as we start picking back up. And then I've also seen um, like any, I have a lot of like splurge stuff that is like no traffic at all. So people definitely <laughs> are not trying to spend a lot of money right now. It's a very different economy than it was six months ago. People are looking on, you know, for cheap and quick things to do. Uh, so I really, I'm thinking this summer focusing on like staycations, like day trip posts. And even on Instagram, I was thinking about doing like a staycation series, giving different day trip ideas around the state yeah I think that's a good idea I've been doing day trips myself and yeah. it's like the only way to get out of the house like day trips to parks or like cities where it's easy to stay distant definitely um, as someone who just traveled across country during the pandemic I think there's a big interest also in like how to travel safely right now yeah. like just the how-to behind that I think a lot of people are intimidated to travel because it seems so scary like how do you actually like clean a hotel room or like how do you uh, what do you need to bring like these are suddenly questions that people have which I wonder how evergreen those posts are like if you make those now like will there be use for it in a year from now I don't know well that's kind of what I was wondering too I mean obviously I have no idea how safe it is to like I'm not a doctor I don't know if it's safe. you know I've been reading articles from doctors like is it safe to fly on a plane safe for to drive safe for a hotel or airbnb and 
it's hard to know right now, so I'm not going to give out that advice, but um, a lot of bloggers <laughs> Just, are. Yeah, so. You can become the expert. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, the one post I did, I made one that was Central Florida things to do while social distancing, and it was all, like, outside. But I'm thinking I could, like, change it um, in a year just over to nature things to do in Central Florida. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Because, and so I basically, yeah, I, or just outdoor things to do. I don't know if, like, that would draw as much attention a year from now. Because, like, most things in Florida to do are outside. But uh, I'm trying, yeah, to keep that in mind. Like, for going forward, like, how I'll spin this in the future. And another thing I've been really happy about is the fact that I do have the local aspect of my blog. And I've probably said this on the past on your podcast, but I definitely encourage anyone doing a travel blog to at least make a component of it um, regarding their local town or city. Because one, it's easy. You don't have to like book a flight or book a hotel to like write blog posts about things. Yeah, exactly. So like if you can just write some stuff about where you live, there's always... Most places, there's going to be people who want to travel there. So even if it's just like a city that's an hour away from you, if you can still make day trips and you can, that'll give you a lot more content than if you're only blogging about, you know, like your one vacation a year or however much. <laughs> Me with my Disney blog living in well, <laughs> well, at least you have a lot of content before content before. Because <laughs> yeah. like I, I mean, stock up on photos. I can't. So I have come across some Disney blogs, and there are people written by people who only go twice a year, and I'm like, eh, you I've should probably seen this come. Too. I don't know how they always have content. I'm like, I wow, know they really must. Dedicated. They must just spend their whole vacation there, like planning for a blog, which isn't my idea of fun. <laughs> I so I try and like when I do travel, just like try and keep a little list of things to do for the blog but mainly try and enjoy myself <laughs> so yeah it's been good to have a local aspect with this you know I've been um posting a lot on Instagram for people in the area and so they can go to my blog and see like ideas for things to do um so yeah I was glad to have that and I can come up with new content without having to take a plane or anything right now so Yeah, that is probably safest. Yeah, Yeah, I think local is the way to go. It always was with travel blogging, but like never more than now. um, Yeah, because of this lovely pandemic. Um, But you can see like the big name travel bloggers who used to like make a living traveling the world. I feel like they've just like they don't know what to do anymore, and that's scary. Yeah, it is. It is really um, an awake. Like you know, it's really scary to see how. Uh, the travel blog can just be or the travel industry can just go down so fast like I never expected this you know traveling has just gone up and up and up in popularity it seems like people can't spend enough on travel so it was definitely eye-opening to see how fast and go down to zero and it's definitely industry hurting it reminds me of this is a dark story but like all of my childhood I thought that like Disney was so empty because I would go in like the early 2000s and I was like Disney's so empty and like obviously it's packed now (laughs) pre-COVID yeah and then it like occurred to me at some point it was empty because of like 9-11 yeah like nobody was traveling so that's Mm -hmm. why it was they used to have like so many good off-season discount rates and now there's like no off-season and I'm like oh my god it was 9-11 but it's so crazy that it's like these big events like a pandemic pandemic or yeah. a horrible terrorist attack that like can really decimate the travel industry and I had thought like the travel industry was like you couldn't really shake it because even the 2008 Same. crisis which would yep. make sense to have like affected it it really Barely didn't did, in this no. way so it's crazy yeah it is like 
Uh, it's really unlike anything we've seen since 9-11, and we obviously don't really remember that too much. Or at least <laughs> I remember from, it. From the blogging industry, we didn't really know yeah, if there even me, was such a thing. Old, I was like, the blogging industry is going to be hurt by this in 2001, um, when there was no blogging industry. I know. <laughs> I'm really curious to see how this does affect crowds and discounts. Like, if places start offering discounts, which I have seen airlines offering really good discounts, but I, I have not been daring enough to, um, take them up on it, but, like, Disney so far, nothing, a lot of hotels are not really that much cheaper, so I'm gonna keep I an eye on I think Disney's gonna keep getting people, I think if anything, more people are gonna pack the parks, which scares me a lot, because I would rather they just wait until we had a vaccine, but okay, I know. I know I'm gonna go to Disney, so what am I even saying, but I mean, I'm not going right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like, it's, I just feel like, I mean, there's so many people who come from all over the world, and, you know, I wonder if the, maybe the less people from different countries come, it'll make an impact on crowds. I do think Floridians and people in driving distance to Disney will flock here for sure as soon as it opens yeah, back oh, up. Yeah, oh, you can't stop the Floridians when they want to do something. Oh, they no. Really yeah, as we've <laughs> seen, and that's another struggle I'm having now, too, because, you know, I, my blog actually now is almost back to normal numbers. And part of me is really happy about it, but then part of me is seeing the Florida coronavirus cases spike all this past week, and I'm like, oh no, so many people are coming here. Yeah, I don't know if I want weird. them. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, do you, ha- as a travel blogger, like, is it your responsibility yeah. to like keep people from doing that or not? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I mean, I've seen so many bloggers. They're at, like bars every night. They're just like totally like not acknowledging at all, and I'm like. I just can't do that. Like, I don't even want to personally. And then other, I've also <laughs> seen a few travel bloggers that I follow. They're like going, they're, they're planning trips to be like the guinea pigs and report back to people what it's like to travel post COVID. So if, you know, if you want to make leap, yeah, I'm not going to be daring enough, but I guess if it's your full-time job, you need some content. Yeah, I mean, I think that's scary if you rely, like, 100% on your blog income and it just, like, went away. I could see why you feel like you need to just, like, try to get back out there. Definitely. Also, brand deals in the travel industry seem to have, like, evaporated overnight, um, which doesn't surprise me. I know. I haven't seen any... I haven't seen really any travel-related brand deals. I have gotten, actually, multiple um, beer uh, brand deals since it started. I could see that. Yeah, so I guess people (laughs) are drinking a lot more. So that's one thing to work with, which has really helped me because I've uh, started getting a lot of um, like ranking for SEO in the brewery stuff, the Florida brewery stuff. Almost all my brewery posts are like uh, in like top three on Google. So I'm all for that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, that's just one way to shift. I mean, look for the industries that are staying. I know that I, as a freelancer, have, like, really had to reevaluate which industries are and are not, like, going to make it in case of an emergency. Yeah. And I I mean, I've learned that a lot of them won't, and I'm lucky to have been in one that that really is never going away, but it makes you really reevaluate. So as a blogger or a freelancer, like, even if you're in the travel space, like, where can you align yourself that that really isn't going to go away no matter what like breweries people are always gonna drink yeah I think exactly feel confident about that and then local stuff like unless something horrible happens yeah. locally it's probably right. going to be okay um things like that are much more reliable than like flying internationally or like expensive trips which are really only uh, like a accessible small, for a very yeah. small group of people yeah definitely 
Yeah, so lots to keep in mind. You know, also um, all the Black Lives Matter protests have been going on. And so that's been educating me a lot. Um, So not only am I thinking about COVID with my blogging, but I'm also trying to think of how to like actively be anti-racist in my writing. I've um, Yeah, like what is the travel perspective on that? Like an industry that, I mean, every industry is affected by injustice and inequality and travel isn't excluded from that. So how do you balance that as a white girl (laughs) writing about travel from a place of privilege? I've been trying to think of a lot of ways. I mean, it's definitely had me reevaluating my privilege. You know, I, when I travel, there's so many things I don't have to think about just because of the color of my skin, you know, like people have to Google if, is this place racist trying to figure out, you know, if they're going to a certain area, like how they're going to be treated. And so, so privileged to never have thought about that. Um, you know, Florida, it's kind of like the rest of the U.S. It would be, I don't know if I need to include like stuff like that but I have been making effort to include like black owned restaurants and other businesses in my guides because I do realize that like you know they've been uh systematically oppressed it's harder for them to succeed so I definitely want to highlight those and spread the word to people traveling to the area so I'm kind of going back through I have a Tampa restaurant guide coming out soon but I'm going back through my other ones and adding that as well and I mean I'm ashamed I didn't think to do it in the first place but at least, you know, working on it, learning, and um, trying to figure out ways to implement that. I was also trying to think, like, maybe I'll do more other features on my Instagram of other, um, you know, travel bloggers that aren't white girls, see more from their experience. And, you know, it's a lot to think about. I'm really trying to um, at least have a few uh, things on my story every day for people to keep social justice on their mind because I don't want people to just, you know, forget about this whole uh, large percentage of the population that just goes through racism on a daily basis and we're just out here, you know, drinking beer and whatever. It's like yeah, you're just getting your your beer sponsorships. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's been hard to balance. Like really, I like pretty much barely had any content for like two weeks, and now I'm slowly starting up again but it's such a shift from you know the beginning of 2020 and a lot of it for the good like with um black lives matter movement but a lot of it with covid has been a very unexpected and challenging so yeah i think as a blogger a travel blogger like you're taking on the like the perspective of an expert in like your area so being able to highlight the businesses that like are really doing good in the community is always like exactly. a really great angle to take. So that sounds like you're you're on the right track. There's no clear answers and it's very confusing. Uh, no, I'm trying my best. I definitely look towards the bigger travel bloggers to get more of an idea since, you know, I'm still a smaller one. But I was like, you know, checking in with a lot of um, other big travel bloggers, see for ideas what they're doing and... I'm, you know, I'm just expanding who I'm following and trying to get some different perspectives. That always helps. But who knows what the rest of the year will bring. I'm not really sure. No one's sure. I, every day I wake up and I'm like, what's happening now? It's yeah. It's just <laughs> every day exactly. is different. It's always a fun adventure. So yeah. on that note, where do you think, like, is the future for travel blogging? Is it going to thrive? Is, is it going to need to adjust? Like, what, what are we looking out for? I mean, it, there's a lot of possibilities. So, you know, I do think it's going to be less about these luxurious trips and more about, you know, budget. I really do think the rest of the year people will not be spending a ton of money on travel. So uh, definitely more focus on budget. And hopefully a lot of these travel 
um, places will have deals. So I am very going to start sharing any deals, um, you know, hotels or things to do or whatever. Um, but then, you know, it's, I do think people will try, I mean, from what I've seen, people are definitely eager to travel even without a vaccine, but I, you know, if there's a second wave, which Florida's already not looking great, it's hard to say, like, I don't think travel will be very prominent the next, like, probably till this time next year, like, it will probably take a while to get back up to where it was, but, um, for now, you know, travel bloggers are probably best to do cheaper, easier trips than all the other ones before. Uh, and just, you know, try and simplify things for people, keep the cost down. It's, it's hard to say, but <laughs> I'm yeah. curious to see what happens. I mean, I'm pers- curious too. Personally, I don't, I'm not planning like uh, to travel the rest of the year. I've thought about it a bit, but it's just, I like to plan like a month out and just every month there's unexpected circumstances and you know I was thinking about getting Airbnb somewhere next month but it's just so hard to tell with the cases so I think I'm just gonna do staycations the rest of the year yeah yeah we actually did travel a little bit last month because I had family who visited it was like a whole thing because they had planned it a year in advance and it was like the only week you could take off and it was really just like we had no choice really it went fine everyone was safe and we did well but um, yeah. it was just, we did rent an Airbnb and it was interesting to see like the lengths that Airbnb went to like make sure that things were safe well, and like all good. the hosts like really went above and beyond. So we actually felt really comfortable and we'll probably be renting an Airbnb like next month or so just like to go somewhere, be alone somewhere else basically. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. But, I would <laughs> like to do, you know, I keep, I just keep going back and forth on it. I just worry hard. that like Florida will get so bad that they'll want us to stay home well you know but yeah and that's a, a, the annoying risk we're planning a trip we've been planning back to orlando for the fall and oh, i yeah. like every month i'm like is it time to book and i'm I like know. no not yet and i'm just I like know. we gotta wait and it's just in limbo uh, especially with the way florida's going like i'm not trying to go back and deal with that yeah exactly so, it's I know it's really up in the air. Um, we did sign up for the Disney World Marathon next January, Ooh. so I'm crossing my fingers, hoping that'll happen because I already had a bunch of races canceled this year, and yeah. uh, races I was planning on doing in the fall. I'm not sure about that, but um, that's good to see that like Airbnb, and I've also seen like airlines and hotels are taking a lot of precautions with cleaning, so that does keep me optimistic. Maybe if I like saw some numbers on like you know. Um, yeah, that's the thing is there's no like we've stayed at hotels for like six nights when we were traveling cross country. Yeah. They all did a really good job like keeping the distance like they they had like a that's really good. distant check in system. You didn't really have to like interact with anyone and they were spacing out rooms and like everything felt pretty good. But I don't know, like, there's no statistics or numbers or anything. Yeah, it's like, just anti- which, anecdotal evidence. So, like, yep. I have no way to know whether I know. It's hard this to tell. does anything. But that's good to hear. And I wonder, I honestly wonder if, like, cleanliness will be, like, a huge factor, like, going forward, even after vaccine. Because, like, you know, people are just, I think so. I I mean, I like it. I'm definitely always good for more cleanliness. I, like, have never paid as much attention. Like, I was not a big hand washer in the past. I'm going to say it. I mean, obviously, when you use the bathroom, or like, just gross. But, like, I'm not someone who would, like, go wash my hands before I eat or, like, do anything, like, more than the basics, really. Right. I never really thought about it. And now it's, like, every time I even walk the dog, I, like, come home and I'm, like, got to wash my hands. And I'm, like, even though I literally didn't touch anything, I'm, like, Mm -hmm. but I was outside. I don't know. It's It's just all I know. I was never, I didn't really, like, hand 
hand sanitizer. I was like, you know, I was like, oh, it's so sticky. I said it. I said it hurt my immune system. I would be like, I want to boost my immune system. (laughs) Oh my god! I I don't know that that was the way, but I didn't really get sick very much. So I don't know. And like now, I'm suddenly so hyper aware of like how much it's in my face, or like the things I touch. Like when we were in those hotel rooms, I would like wash the uh, like door handles and stuff, and I was like, how many times would I just like grab all of this without even oh yeah same it's yeah it's crazy like even I had like I finally did have some friends over but as soon as they all left I was like Clorox wiping every handle yeah it's like what yeah the door handle thing is like really yeah I was like how many times it like a day never used to think about door handles and not even like think about it and now I'm just like that's crazy that I live my life this way I know it I think across the industry across so many industries it'll be a while until people stop thinking about that so you know and wearing masks is like the new thing oh yeah I think that's something I've seen a lot when I travel internationally but you don't see it in the U.S. and I think it will be the new thing in the U.S. at least I hope it is yeah I would (laughs) hope so there's some people who don't want it to be but I hope so I know. I mean, like, they say it's pretty common just, like, Japan, like, normal times. and Yeah, in, in Asia, less. it's very common if you're yeah. sick or unwell to wear a mask. Just, like, keep everyone else healthy, yeah. which, you know, makes complete sense. And now I'm just like, why were we not into this? I just, it doesn't make sense. Exactly, exactly. So, I yeah, I hope that that trend will be good to see. Be interesting to see if, like, they keep it on planes and stuff. But I would yeah. not. I, I don't plan to go on a plane without, like, a mask for the next year. Like, if I do go on a plane, like, I hope everyone better be wearing a mask. Cause Actually, all... I have some insight into this because Armando okay. went on a plane last weekend. Oh, wow. To see his grandmother in California. Oh, um, nice. Who was elderly, so it was, like, one of the last chances. And um, it was interesting he said that there was no one in the middle seat like they blocked those yes. out so that i think that's good but then when my family flew here cross country like a month ago there were people in the middle seat so i'm huh. like some airlines are taking it more seriously than others but he was required to wear the mask the whole time which i think is good even though it would probably be miserable yeah definitely um, but i was shocked I that some airlines are like filling the seats and I was like that sounds like maybe don't do that yeah I I would definitely like I Southwest is um promoting it they're like middle seat is free on all flights yeah this was Alaska Airlines that that was really on it so I think uh, another part of travel blogging that will become like big is is the travel bloggers who can like sort of report on the cleanliness of these different companies like which ones are actually keeping it themselves accountable and which ones are just not concerned yeah, um, I'll have to try and... That's been a question that I had in the past, but suddenly <laughs> I'm very concerned. Exactly. So... <laughs> yeah, who would think to think about that before? <laughs> I know, yeah, it's like the middle seat. Well, no one wants that seat anyway. So. Exactly. Let's just get rid of it. We'll <laughs> <laughs> take it off the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get rid of it all together. I saw they were going to make, like, plastic or, like, plexiglass. Oh, my God, I saw that, too. Them. I think that's sort of lame, but I don't know. Uh, Maybe. I, I don't know. I feel like they'd get more dirty than I do, work. too, because wouldn't you be, like, breathing on it yeah. or leaning on it or touching it? And I'm like, I don't want something that people have, like, leaned on. Definitely not, on yeah. Three hours, like, next to Near, my that close to me, no. No. <laughs> that doesn't I don't sound like that. great. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm confused, but I didn't, I didn't understand math like two months ago either. yeah Who knows? yep Maybe I know it's it. it's changing fast changing quickly I'm trying to adapt definitely the best thing you can do is just you know keep up with the blogging community join Facebook groups I still like joining those and um you know you can see what other bloggers have success with other bloggers are experiencing traveling and 
it's just good to stay in the know with the community in times like this when it's so uncertain. So Yeah, there's been a lot of camaraderie like amongst different blogging yes. of like, hey, are you dealing with this? Or like, oh, I'm experiencing this. Like, I think that is That's one of the nice good things see. that have come out of it. And just I know. being able to not be the only one dealing with this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really a fan of, um, well, like, or no, I, I like Instagram, but a lot of times I don't like Instagram, and now <laughs> yes. it's actually been great the past few months, like, it's been good to, you know, connect with people, especially since we've been home so much, <laughs> so. Yeah, I've never had so many, like, connections on Instagram, like, yeah. now I'll actually respond to someone's stories and, like, talk to them, I never, ever did that in the past, but now I feel like because so many people are speaking up about different things, like, that I feel more comfortable yeah. doing it. And it's made me feel a lot better. So I know, me too. Po- yeah, there has been some positive some positive <laughs> aspects of this whole thing. So Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for your perspective. Can you tell everyone where to find your travel blog and your social media? Yes, of course. So uh, my blog is thefloridatravelgirl.com. Uh, you can go there for all sorts of resources on um, travel guides, restaurant guides for like places all over the state and then uh instagram i'm just the florida travel girl and i try and post in my stories daily um just random stuff from my life also like you know tips for travel and then uh now a lot of social justice stuff and uh yeah i do also have a facebook group called florida travel finds i should probably get back to updating that um there wasn't much to talk about for a little while (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so Eventually, I'll start updating that, and that's, like, a good community that shares a lot of things to do in Florida. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's always great to chat about blogging.